Warning, this episode is much better than Harmon's. Enjoy. You are now listening to In the Trenches with the Toulons. I'm Thule. And I'm Ralph. Now, this is not hurdle number one, but this is like... This is by far the biggest. Ten. The biggest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the biggest hurdle ever. It's and a mighty hurdle. So yeah. what happens now? I'm not now a hurdler. Before, before the baby comes. So I am... Oof. Yeah. Are you pregnant? I'm, yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm very pregnant, like almost to due date pregnant. The about Friday eight, before about I eight and a half, him. nine. No. About 37 weeks? No, baby. I had him I'll be quiet. exactly okay. 40 weeks. So the Friday before I had him. You know, you, you're you pregnant. You mm-hmm. go to the bathroom at the, before you lay down. Right. Because you're going to have to go again. In a minute. Mm-hmm. So my habit was to always empty before I went to sleep. So I'm going to the bathroom. And um, we have this closet in our bathroom that has mirrors on it. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just walking past the mirror, use the bathroom. Washed my hands, turned around, and just looked in the mirror. And I looked at my neck, and I'm like, what is that on my neck? I was like, what is that? So I start feeling. Is that the, and it, it's the front mm-hmm, of your neck? Mm-hmm. So I start feeling, and I'm like, that feels like a knot on my neck. So Chris was downstairs. You were coming back upstairs for something. Can you pause for a moment? Uh-huh. So it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. So it was just like, okay, did I fall? Like what? Yeah, this? and the crazy thing about it, like a couple of weeks before that, I don't know if you guys watch Flip or Flop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of weeks before that, they had talked about how one of the viewers had seen something in, um, what's his name, Tart? Yeah. Tart? Tor- oh, yeah. They get divorced real nasty. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so a viewer who was a nurse had seen a bump on his neck, uh-huh. and she wrote in to the producers, and she was like, you know, he needs to get that checked. It looks like there's a nodule on his thyroid. So that had just happened like a couple weeks before so that. So you're like, oh, my gosh. This so maybe with that in is. my head, I'm like, like, what is this? What is this? So Chris was downstairs. He was coming back upstairs. So I was like, all right, I'm going to ask him if he sees it without pointing at it. So I was like, Chris, do you see something on my neck? And he was like, oh, no. So then I point. And he's like, oh, oh my yeah, God. I do see yeah. that. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, God, it's a nodule on my neck. So how big was it? It ended up being two, three centimeters. That sounds about right. Yeah, about two and a half. Somewhere in between there. Okay. Um. So anyway, that weekend, I had early labor all weekend. Mm-hmm. So we're walking. We're doing everything we can because my due date was that Monday. Okay. So I was like, I'm not going past my due date. <laughs> They're going to take this baby. So I end up staying home that Monday. I worked my last day that Friday mm-hmm. and stayed home that Monday. You went to work. Mm-hmm. Um. So I started having labor pains. But not painful. Um, so I called Chris and I was like, uh, I think I might be dilated a little bit. So I think they need to check me. So he was like, all right, well, I don't want you to drive. I'll come and get you. Da, 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 da. So we Listen get there. Listen being all responsible. Um, we get there um, and we're there for forever. Like yes. waiting. Yes. But it was a, you know, it's a pop-up appointment or whatever. So she, she checks me and um, she strips my membranes, I think. Yep. And I'm four centimeters, but he's oh. not dropped any. Oh, okay. So once she stripped my membranes, um, it was, was popping. Pop. Mm-hmm. But before we left, I was like, oh, let me tell you about this. I, was, I said, I want you to look at this. I noticed this on Friday. 
and she was feeling around and she was like, that does look like it's a nodule on your thyroid. She said, it looks like it's about one centimeter. So I'm like, okay, so what are we going to do about it? So she's like, you know, I'll get you a referral for an ultrasound, da 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 Okay. She said it could be with pregnancy, though, so come back. Oh, because everything see, happens to you when you're pregnant. See what's what after the baby drops. Yeah. So I end up, we end up having Jace. That was another. Oh, that was a hurdle. Okay, so we, we yeah. got like a hurdle and a hurdle. Yeah, because um, like by the time we left the, the doctor, she had gone from like four to seven. Um, I, I mean, had to get the kids memories. something to eat and wait Off for, uh, yeah, if you want to have a baby, get the let, membrane strip. Because whatever they do in there, it basically goes up inside and opens the door. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you ready? I got the keys. Yeah. <laughs> I got the keys. keys, yeah, keys. It so it was on and popping. So it's it's happening. Like, she didn't believe me when we were driving home. I was like, yo, it's happening. She was like, nah. But then once we got home, she was like, yo. I was like, oh, Yo. I ain't going to be able to take it. I ain't going to be able to take yeah. it. You have to, you have so to mind you, up. we had to get something to eat for the boys. <laughs> and we had to wait had for it. You crime. had to get no, something so, to eat for me, too, though, because oh, yeah. I hadn't eaten. Right. And so we had to wait for um, her friend to come watch the boys so we could go. Pop, so, who's the boys? She's only that? one. Oh, he said the boy. The yeah. dog. Oh, wait. You didn't say boys. No, the no. dog was. I just, I was trying to justify. Sorry. Okay. Just a minute, Jackson. Okay, sorry. Okay, go ahead. You know what I mean. Come on now. We're all friends. So. We're in the trenches. We don't care about accuracy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so by the time I go to Zaxby's and get uh, some food and come back, like it went from, yeah, it's definitely going down. I got back in the door. She was like, yo, we got to (laughs) go. So as soon as her friend gets here, we're like, here's Jackson. Bye. Bye. (laughs) So so we're riding. It's crazy. It's raining at this point. There's traffic. And I'm like, oh, it's God, it's, it's definitely out of a movie. She's like, oh, God. People are like, pulling out in front of us. I'm, I'm mad. Oh, yeah, his truck tried to kill us. Are your legs crossed? I, no. Oh, he's wide open. I'm going to push this baby yeah, right out. Yeah. So we get there and I mean, all that. they're coming at sometimes like every 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you like, ready. I'm scared I'm going to have him in the car. Yeah. yeah. So we get there and like, obviously she's in pain. So like there's pregnant girls in there. We were like, I wonder how it's gonna be, and she comes in mad, and they're looking at her they're like, in there waiting they're looking at her like, oh shit! I don't want to do I'm this in again. there like, take it out, take it out, Jesus. yes, I'm so, mad. So like, we get we get put in the room pretty quick, and they're yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's gonna happen. Yeah. So she soldiered through like it's awesome. I'm like, my wife is a trooper and a champion. So it was like ten minutes. I don't know, but it was happening, and she's but, knocking out the uh, contractions. She's cussing me out. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Like, all the things that, you know, you like about pregnancy and childbirth. Yes. So then, like, a lot of doctors start coming in. And so everybody that comes in, they're like, let's check you out. <laughs> oh, it seems nice. I don't like that. Seems great. Did you look at the number right here? Yes, it's everything is great. So then the next doctor comes in, and they're like, hey, is that nine supposed to be a nine? Should that nine be a 20? Yes, everything is fine. Good job, Push. Okay. So, long story short, the main doctor comes in, like the OB comes in. It's like, why is she still back here with these numbers? Let's go. And so she was like, Stephanie, you're doing great. However, this baby no, is stuck. No, So go back. Uh, she let me push for a little bit because I had gotten to like that was a nine sim- and a half. We were at nine and a half, and she was like, give me a couple good pushes. So she let her try, but she already knew. Yeah. So yeah. after a couple good pushes, she was like, okay, okay good ready. job. Let's go. Great. You did awesome. But if you want to have a baby today, we got to cut them out. Let's go. I'm crying. So she's like, oh my God. I'm crying. I'm like, no, no, no. I'll push them out. I'll push them out. And they put me in the suit and everything. I was like, this is 
cool so but scary. I don't know what's it was happening. Fast. Just, let's go. Oh gosh. So Jace came out eventually, and he's awesome. <laughs> they start cutting because oh, it was emergency. And she could feel it. Yeah. So they didn't even have time for the medicine to even start working. It didn't no. kick in yet. Oh, they had oh. given me enough for a vaginal delivery, but they needed to give me more oh, yeah. for the section. Yeah. Oh, so she starts God. cutting. I start hollering. The capes have no instructions, <laughs> husband. I was like, yeah. And she's like, I'm so sorry, yeah. but we got to get him out. Because apparently his heart rate was like dropping, dropping in the 50s. Yeah. I couldn't see all that. Because he was stuck in the cord. Uh. That's why he wasn't. That's why she was open and ready, but yeah. he couldn't come out because he was stuck. He was so. stuck. Yeah, we basically would have delivered a, a dead baby. Uh-huh. So. Well, glad we didn't do that. Cause yes, that would have been crazy. Because in the room, uh, somebody had lost theirs in the room next oh. to us. Yeah. So it's just God. It's a funny way of showing you, like, yeah, hey, every every loss ain't a loss. Yeah. Right. You could have had the towel on your door as well. Because mm-hmm. and I said you'd be like, yeah, I'll take that C-section over, me over going through, you know, right. all that. So. And so she's hollering, and I'm like, "Good job! Uh, good, like you can do it." Movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like, what do you say? You like this person is clearly can feel everything, and then yeah. you're just like, so at some point, um, you just hold her hand. And you're like, "Don't hold my hand." So then you just look, and she's like, "Don't look at me." And it's just like, "Help me!" And I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, good, uh, excellent, excellent suggestion." I will get right back to you on that. So. So he's now, here. so now, so he's here. Yeah, so he's here. He you're you're still in the hospital. Does she come back? No, to we have to. Um, we had to come back like a week. Well, I didn't have an ultrasound till about two, maybe about two weeks after he was yeah. born. Okay, had an ultrasound and they found not just the one nodule, but I think like five other small ones. Yeah, around one big one and on, like four on my thyroid. Okay. Hmm. With the ultrasound? Yes. Yeah, okay. I think the other five they weren't concerned about. They could tell by the ultrasound that they were benign. Okay. But the one big one, they were like, eh, this That's one don't look right. Yeah. yeah. So I did yeah. the, what's it, what's it called? Fine needle aspiration? Yeah. She had a biopsy. Yeah. Okay. That. And the biopsy came back in the middle. So I'm like. So it was like 50-50. Yeah. It so was like, like uh, they rated from a one to a six, I think, and it came back a three. Really? Okay. So six is like, absolutely. Yeah. This is cancer. Gotta yeah. go. And they were like, it's a three. So she was like, uh. Let's do it again. She's like, we can do it again and repeat it in a few months if you want. I was like, mm-hmm. no. Mm-mm. I was like, I don't want to wait out. and see if I it's going to turn out. to be a dragon. Yeah. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's so kill the lizard now. <laughs> the Where it was, I had two thyroid surgeries. They referred me to um, my surgeon. He's my boo, too. If you have thyroid issues, mm. go holler at him. He's like, thanks, bro. That's my boo. Mm. He loves me, too. Mm. Um, but I had two surgeries. So since the biopsy came back in the middle, um, they only wanted to remove part of my thyroid because if it was benign, they wanted to leave me with the other side so that okay. I wouldn't be on meds. Um, mm-hmm. um, so the first surgery I had, um, March. Sounds about of right. 2016. And yeah. um, waited for my results to come back. And I knew when he called me that it wasn't good. Like, you know, when the doctor called, yeah. it's not good. Speaking of yeah, the Yeah, because the nurse doesn't call. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so here I am, you know, the day we knew the results were coming. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's like, well, what do you think? And, you know, 
I'm more of a glass half full type of person. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also realize that, you know, there is some emptiness to the glass. I'm just looking at it from one way. Yeah. So fully prepared that it could be the other way. Yeah. But then, you know, I guess this is part, this is a cape instruction for you husbands. You know, you take the glass half full and you roll with it. But then you, you also cover it with prayer and, you know, with, you know, all right, Lord, what are we going to do? Yeah. So Yeah, you definitely have to do that. So, you know, definitely putting on the front. It's all good. We got you. It's great. I think it's going to go fine. It might not be that bad. You know, three could be up, could be down. You know, all that stuff that nobody wants to hear. But at the end of the day, it is helpful. So then she gets the call and, like, I answer my phone at work and she's just boohooing. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, help me, help me, and help I'm me. I'm with Jay still. And I was like, I knew, it's like, on maternity leave, I knew yeah. when the phone rang, it wasn't going to be like, yeah. doctor said it was clear. I feel like she would have texted me like, have fun at your meeting. Oh, yeah, we're good. Yeah. But because I got a call, I was like, Jesus. Oh. So I answered the phone. She just boo-hooing. She didn't even have to say the words. And I was like, okay. All right. All right. Okay. So when he called you, he told you uh-huh. that it was cancer. Uh-huh. Okay. And, um... I think in the process of all of this, everybody that we talked to or even my surgeon and, you know, the nurses, they were like, if you had to pick a cancer, this is the one you mm-hmm. want. Okay. And I'm thinking, Which doesn't sound I, awesome. I know. Right. Like, who's no. picking cancer right. out here? So Not like, me. Well, it's the good cancer, <laughs> so it's all. This one is the more friendlier cancer. Yeah. Right. It's the one you want right here. I, mean, so I get I'm it. Like, uh, yeah. I get it now, but at the time, I'm like, I don't want no I cancer. How about that one? A three-year-old and I got a new baby. Oh. Um, so I have the first surgery, and of course it comes back cancer. So he says, you know, we have to go back in and get the rest, get the other. So they don't. Yeah. So at this point, I think for the second surgery, I was okay. You weren't happy because. Um, I was more okay than the first. You were one. okay with the process because you've been through it. You mm-hmm. just didn't want to go through it again. Plus, yeah. this meant that you, you know, would have to take medicine, and you know, it being on the same spot, mm-hmm. the effect. We, we waited. Yeah, so breastfeeding, we're mm-hmm. still going to be able to do that. You know, it's medicine. I oh, another young. scar. Yeah. You know, opening back up the uh, scar. Yeah. Okay. You know, being out of work again. Mm-hmm. You know, all that stuff. So how long were you down with each surgery? And uh, how far weeks. apart were they apart? Um, They were about, they were less than two weeks apart. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so they just opened you right back on Oh, that. yeah, he they just cut on the same so spot. And that's, that's what he open, wanted to do. Gonna, okay. We're just going to peel that back and go back oh, in. So, yeah. So it's like a heal, but we don't want it to heal all the way because we're going to go right back in. Right. Correct. Okay. That was his well, thing. I can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Woo, mm-hmm. girl. Okay. So we have the second surgery when you're not happy, and mm-hmm. then now you're down for the for the real, real recovery, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. And then how long do you have to go back until, you know how they do the, um, the check the to make treatment. sure everything is gone? Or do you have to do, like, chemo and... No, so what I did is um, once I had my second surgery, I was good, but I had to go on. Of course, I'm now I'm on um, Synthroid for the rest of my life, thyroid meds. Okay. Because um, everybody has thyroid hor- hormones. Mm-hmm. So since I don't have a thyroid anymore, it has to replicate that. But I decided to delay my treatment because I was breastfeeding Jace at the time. Okay. Because you can't um, you can't be lactating and do the radiation treatment because it can expose your breast to radiation and, then you and give you excellent. another cancer. Yeah, they, and then if you continue breastfeeding, of course, you give that radiation to your, to your baby. baby. So I delayed since my my thyroid cancer was. Um, but anyway, yes. Yeah. 
it they don't believe it spread outside of the nodule okay. or anything like that. So they were okay with me doing my treatment later so that I could keep breastfeeding. So once Jace turned a year, I did my treatment in March of 17. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, I did my treatment March of 17. So leading up to my treatment, I had to go two days. Um, each day I had to get a shot in my hip. So I got a shot in my hip for two days. And then after that, I did my radiation pill. And it sounds really bad. And I think initially when they told me that I had to do it and even leading up to it, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah. But it really wasn't that bad. No. Thank God I did not have to do chemo or anything that other, you know, people that suffer from cancer have to do. Mm. Um, The worst thing about it was just doing the radiation and, and then, isolated. yeah, I had to be by myself for three days. Was it three days? Mm-hmm. Okay, I had to be by myself for three days how because exposure. Yes, you can expose. Yes, but no, I'm people. like, how how did that work with you so your family? I, I did, <laughs> right, that was my thing. They, my doctor was like, "Well, what you can do is shut yourself in a room." Like, I got a three year old. Right, looking for me. I was a four year old and a one year old. You think they gonna let me see? They, they don't let ball. me use the bathroom. <laughs> right, like <laughs> they come in. Hey, mommy, you pooping? Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> trying done, to poopy all the. So we, I just checked into a hotel. And you stayed for three days. Mm-hmm. Drove me nuts. It's just like... So through all of this, how are you feeling, CP? Because that's... Yeah. Now you're taking, not necessarily your burden, but you are now mm-hmm. head of household and running you just, everything you're a while your wife is in a hotel. The cape has no instructions. Right. <laughs> you just, not, I mean, you just put it on. You know it fits you. Yeah. And that's the thing. If there's any more gems that you want to take from here, yeah. <laughs> like the cape has no instructions, but it's fit just for you. You know, it's yours. You put it on and you fly away. You don't really worry about. Well, you worry about it, but that's not the time when it's time to put on the cape. You put on the cape. And right. You just do what needs so to be it's done. Like, you know, I don't have time to figure out where all this stuff, you know, is supposed to go and what we're going to do. We're just going to do it. Yeah. Like it's the same school that kids go to. It's the same dinners that they're going to have. It's mm. the same. You know, butts that got to get changed. So we're just going to change them. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's going to be a little different, but we'll make it. You know, we're built to make it. So, and I mean, those are just lessons that were taught to me. And just seeing, you know, how my dad dealt with my mom Mm -hmm. and her cancer and eventually her passing from it. And that I dealt with it in the the last couple of years of her life. You just put on the cape and you just go. But Um, with you putting on the cape, does it give you time to breathe? Not so much grief because he doesn't have to grieve, but just to deal with the situation, reflect on what's happening. Not in the moment. I think um, you have to take your own special time and figure out Mm -hmm. how you can deal with it. Because if you don't, it'll eat you alive and it'll also explode at the wrong moment. So you have to take the moments to figure out how you feel Mm -hmm. um, and they may be the moments that nobody else sees. It may be the moments in front of the mirror. It may be the moments with your friends or, you know, um, your your family. Um, it may be the moments that your wife and your children know exist, but they know that, um, you know, they're kind of covered and protected from yeah. it. Not to say hide everything or, or don't be transparent or don't be human. You still have to... Yeah. You still have to have time for you. You just have to make that time. I can't tell you what that time looks like. You just have to make it. Right. So, again, um, 
You know, I see my dad wearing the cape for my mom. I wore the cape for my mom a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. I see my nephew wear the cape for my mom. I see my sisters wear their capes for my mom. Um, but you also see where they took their time. Um, and you also see where they chose not to take their time because somebody else was taking their time. Right. Um, but if you don't take your time. Or then, you don't have your time, then right. it will then consume you. That time is going to come out somewhere. Or Regardless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Look at Kanye. But anyway. Yeah, his time. Um, all of it's coming out now. <laughs> he he could have took a nice little chunk of yeah. time. And, you know, we'd be and back deal. to making bangers. And right. We're talking about, I'd kill you if I didn't love myself and just whatever. Right. Wyoming. Everything's a choice. <laughs> right. So at any rate, <laughs> not to go off on a tangent, you just put on a cape and you figure it out and you take your time. You have your moments with God or you have your moments with whatever you believe in or whoever you pray to or don't pray to. You have your moments and you just you pray for the ability. Well, you thank God for the ability to wear the cape. Yeah. And then you, you pray for the ability to wear it the next time. Mm -hmm. And you pray that everything works out while right. you're doing it. Right. Well, and then, I, I not to catch you up, but I do sympathize and agree with you on mm -hmm. that because like for us. At five months, we had to take our son to the hospital for three days, right. you know, admit him because um, he couldn't breathe. Right. Mm -hmm. So with that, you know, a lot of people were like, well, oh, my God, I know you were hysterical. And I'm I'm not the hysterical type mm -hmm. because, one, early when I was pregnant, you know, God showed me my son as a man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I guess knowing things that I would have to go through just to kind of like let me know. You know, this is just what we have to go through right now, but he's going to make it to this point in his life. Mm -hmm. So us being in the hospital, I wasn't even sad or anything, but I just knew, like, he was going to be all right, but I still had to, like, be super mom for him. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just had to put on cape. And if I did need it to cry, which still in that moment, because I knew he was fine, mm -hmm. I was still, like I said, I would have taken that moment later. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When... Kind of like everything was okay, or if he was asleep or something, but I, I excuse you, but that time would still have needed to be mm -hmm. taken, you know. And I don't think a lot of people do that. They just oh no, I mean, and then while she's at the hospital, I'm at home with Kendall. So, right. You know, at the end of the day, don't, the, the train don't stop. No, yeah, everybody, everybody <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. You know, <laughs> it does not stop. And you know, thank God for extended family and friends, and everybody yeah. wants to help, but sometimes it's like. I can't. I can't use you right now. Like, yeah. help me from where you're at. Yeah, right. just send that text message. Yeah, don't come over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, don't, don't. Because you might distract the strength. Don't bring your food because your food is nasty. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a potluck. <laughs> just, just order me something. Like, yeah, that I am going to eat. <laughs> or just you know, like you don't have to come uh, over. Like. I know you want to help, but yeah. if you're not willing to help the way I need it, then you're not a then help. Then you're too. not a help. Then you're not a help. You know, you're being a friend, but you're being a friend the way you want to. And yeah, I don't need you and that's not what we need right now. Believe I need you the way I need you to be. Yeah. And I mean, that works in, that's again with putting on the cape. You think you're helping, but if you're not helping the way she needs you to help, you're, you're not helping. There. Yeah, you're not. You're just, you're just there looking stupid because she's going to be mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. She With goes, your stupid little cape on. Hey, right. so like, take your cape off. You ain't doing nothing. What are you saving? You know, Media man. <laughs> so now we're in, we're in uh, was it, solitary. Yeah, we're just, we're just here. <laughs> and, and, and while he's 
at home being super dad and you over here being solitary woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get past all of this mm-hmm. and I just from knowing people who had to go through the process. Mm-hmm. You go you go back for I, guess, I forgot what you call it. Um scans. Your scan just to make sure everything uh-huh. is mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. gone, mm-hmm. you're okay. Mm-hmm. So once we get through that and we get to clear, is it now like the yeah. No. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. what happened? Clear for that. Clear for that, but something else happened. Ta da! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> when it rains, it, it pours. pours. <laughs> Woo. So now what? Now we got the cancer all gone. Mm-hmm. We got the okay. We got the certification. Now what? So. In between that, if we're like on project, there's two concurrent things happening right now. One's Again, at, one's at seventy five percent. This is at twenty five percent, but they're still going. Because really, of them are really, green. like three projects was going on yeah. here. So, Baby, then this happened, and yeah. then since those are kind of finishing up, now we're going. And to I two. also hate my job at this point. Okay. Also, okay. wow. Okay. Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot to throw that in there, but it's not it's okay. about me. <laughs> it's, all, it's about y'all. Yeah. So when do we find out about project three? So during this time, she's like, you know, she's having these crazy headaches. Mm-hmm. Did you want to do this part? No, oh. go ahead. So I'll chime in. basically, she's having these crazy headaches to the point where, like, she can't do any type of emotion. So it's like really bad migraines, I guess, or on They're another like, level. They're, I mean, I think they were described more so as, like, tension headaches. Um, but any time that I would cough, sneeze, exert pressure, I would get these throbbing headaches. That would start to one what? side of one side of my um, head, and it would radiate down my neck. So, of course, anytime I sneezed or coughed, I was like, <gasps> "Here it comes!" <laughs> and know, it just, just stops her in her tracks. Yeah, basically. and they would last. Initially, when they started, they would last less than thirty seconds most of the time. Oh, so it'd be like a 15. sharp pain, mm-hmm. just sharp like wrap around to the back, mm-hmm. and then yeah. it'll be over. Yeah, and a and, contraction and, of the head. <laughs> and, and honestly, yes. I they started. I want to say when Jackson was about one. Yeah. So, okay. So, oh, so this had already. Yeah. They had been going on, but I didn't want to go to the doctor because I'm sitting here walking around thinking I'm you good. Like a brain tumor or something. So I'm <laughs> like, okay, I don't want to know if I'm dying. <laughs> so they get so bad to the point where I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to my PCP and just be like. So no. they're lasting longer now. Or no, they're not, they're not lasting can't. longer. They're just getting worse the pain yeah. is worse okay if she so coughs at night then she can't sleep because she's having tension headaches in the middle of her sleep right so it's waking her up to hurt her so is this a, a repeat 30 seconds or is it just a one time it and initially when they first started they didn't happen every time that i sneezed or coughed it was just no, kind of like, random so when it did so when you did sneeze like okay and then that pain came uh-huh. did it go away gone? it goes away but then you still had the headache. Mm-hmm. Well, it goes away, but it's kind of like the pain is still there. Does that make sense? Like I, I kind of it's like underlined kind of. Yes. Okay, I got you. Um, so they had gotten to the it had gotten to the point. So at first, when I sneezed or coughed, it didn't happen all the time. Okay, but then you know I let it linger for years. Yeah. After that, and then like every time I sneezed or coughed, so I would like really hate to cough or sneeze. I would hold it. So, so we're at like, year five. No. This is four. So about four or five. So about year four or five. So about almost five years we've been dealing. I don't know. Maybe six, seven. Six or seven. So um, we've been dealing with this for some years. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I go to the doctor and she's like, uh, look, sounds like you need to see. Well, initially she was like, well, you probably need to get your allergies, your allergies. checked. So I'm like, no, what? lady. <laughs> what? That kind of- okay. <laughs> and then eventually I get a referral to see a neurologist. So mm-hmm. when I go in to see the neurologist, I'm like, oh. And I immediately start describing what I have, and he immediately knows what it is. What is so it? he's like, um, have you had a head scan before? I'm like, no, I mean, I ain't never had that in my life. So he's like, well, um, he didn't really want to tell me what it was yeah. because I hadn't had uh, an MRI before. So he's like, well, I'm going to set you up for an MRI. So he had like a med student in there with him. Um, so when he went out, I heard I heard him say something to her about what he thought it was. So I just kind of talked to her and I said, can you repeat what he said he thought it was? And she said, uh, Arnold Chiari malformation. So I was like, what is is that? that? Yeah. And she vaguely, (laughs) vaguely, vaguely explained it, but she didn't want to really tell me everything about it because they weren't sure that that was what it was. Right. So I remembered what she said, but I couldn't spell it to save my life. So (laughs) when I got home, I was telling Chris about it. So we Googled it. And he set me up to do my MRI. Um, so we Googled it. So it's basically something that you're born with. It's basically a malformation of the skull. So basically my skull, the way that they describe it, a simpler way to describe it is that my brain is too big for my skull. It's because she's so smart. I knew it. <laughs> so um, smart, Jenny. So at the base <laughs> of your brain, you have a hole where your spinal cord comes mm-hmm. out. Well, not only was my spinal cord coming out there, my cerebellum was too. So it was coming out at the base of my skull. So anytime I had a headache, it would squeeze that's why, the base that's of my why cerebellum. That's why the pain would shoot. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's what it's like, squeeze. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had my MRI, and that's what it came back as. Um, so when I talked to my neurologist, he was like, okay, this is not a benign situation. So I'm like, please don't say that word to me. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> tell me what this is. So yes. he's like, you know. Eventually, you know, the only cure is surgery. So I'm like, hey, I'm Again? brain surgery. Are you crazy? He's like, you know, I'm going to refer you to a neurosurgeon and I'll let him take a look at your MRI and then you guys can kind of discuss your treatment. So I see the neurosurgeon and he basically goes over everything. He said, it's something that you were born with. Um, he said, most of the, most of the time people don't know that they have it unless they start having symptoms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So if you don't have any symptoms, then you could be walking around. You could walk around your, with a know, big old our brain. Our kids wouldn't be walking around with it because of technology, you know, and ultrasounds and things. But you know, we were born at a time where, well, yeah, that wasn't really going on. People mm-hmm. born in the eighties or earlier. Mm-hmm. If you're walking around with this, mm-hmm. could that be detrimental to you? If you don't have no symptoms, like how how does this mm-hmm. affect you? I guess it could could it could pop up eventually. Yeah, and I guess it can be really worse than what. Yeah, you know, it yeah. could be suppressed for X amount of years, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, then you bam, right, right, okay. Because if it can affect your spinal cord and stuff, so yeah. and that's what it started doing to mine. Initially, when I saw the neurosurgeon, I was like, "Look, I ain't having no brain surgery right now. Can we put this off a little bit?" He was like, "Yeah, we can, but what I want to do is see you, you know, every so often, and then every year." We'll do an MRI to see if anything has changed, you know, if it's gotten better, which he said he doubted that it would. Yeah. Or if it's gotten worse. Because how does it get better? Um, Because I don't think that's going to And uh, had my MRI last September. Something like that. And it had gotten worse, which I 
kind of knew that it had gotten worse. Because the headaches had been getting, it was really, really bad. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. So he was basically like, all right, got your results back. Um, You ready? (laughs) I'm going to give you three, four months to get this done. Before I'm going in. Yeah. I'm going to just schedule (laughs) you. So I'm like, uh, I just had a baby. Like, I don't have any sick time. Uh, and I work in a school. Can we do this next summer? Thinking, you know, I yeah. can wait till about now. He was like, oh, no. I'm going to give you three, four months like I just said. So I was like, okay, let me look at my calendar and see when I can fit this in. And I ended up having the surgery in December. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So how was the recovery to that one? It was terrible. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> I recall. It's probably like the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Oh my gosh. Ever. For how long? Um, Probably about six weeks. For six <laughs> weeks is that bad? Mm-hmm. Oof. I mean, the pain, I mean, I dropped 10 pounds in the hospital for four days. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I couldn't eat. All I wanted was it to all do over? was just my head, but you know, Mine had gotten to the point where they had to, they basically removed a piece of um, my skull at the base of my So it can skull give you that room. To give my brain that room. And they put mesh there so that, yeah. you know, to support it. And they also removed C1 and C2 uh-huh. um, because it had gotten that bad. My my cerebellum was basically pushing down. Push it, yeah. Mm-hmm, out of the base of my um, skull. Ooh. It was crazy. Yeah, I'm just like. Y'all been through war. It's crazy. Y'all definitely been in the trenches. Yeah. In the crazy. trenches. Yeah. But I am so... Because like, definitely, just like y'all's story, you definitely want to know. If you would have knew you were going to go through all that, you probably wouldn't have signed up. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have told me that I would have had cancer and brain, brain surgery. surgery. And you, no one would have told you you doing it all by yourself <laughs> while she has to go through all of this and take care of your wife. Yeah, I mean, again... It, I don't want to discredit anybody who helped, so it wasn't necessarily well, I mean, you, by my. No, so, well, not but, by yourself, but you know what I mean. Like, yes, the cape has no instructions again, and um, <laughs> you can't sleep in the bed, so you're on the couch. Oh yeah, I couldn't sleep in the bed after surgery. Like, she's like, you can go upstairs and sleep; support. it's cool. And I'm like, no, I'd love to stay on the couch with you. This is where I belong, which is true. Yeah, you know, but it sounds like game. You know, you mean it, but also you're like, I would like to sleep in the of bed. Of course, of course, I'd like to sleep in the bed. Yes, right. if given the opportunity, like I would pick the bed. But you know, but I also don't want to leave my wife. But you know, this is not the time to, like, you just suck it up. You you just sleep terribly, and yeah. everybody survives and moves on to the next day. Yeah, but yeah. which is good because there were times when it would hurt so bad that she wasn't able to sleep, and mm-hmm. if you up there zonked out, then you're missing your opportunity to wear your cape. And the only thing worse than um, wearing your cape necessarily at the wrong time or not wearing it the way you think it fits is not wearing it at all. Yeah. And then people talk about you. They do. He was good, though. So He was so good. At the end of the day, these are what you take your vows for. And, you mm-hmm. know, all the sickness and health and all that. Like, we That's didn't even real. say all the vows. We did, like, a quick one. He was like, yo, do you? Do you? All right, somebody pray. Somebody sing. Somebody. Who got the rings? <laughs> Let's eat. Amen. Right. So that's how. So we didn't even have no long drawn out. We didn't do the whole like I wrote you this handmade note on parchment paper, <laughs> you know, that unrolled and I, you know, and that's no shade to anybody. I like all those. Some of those joints are super touching, but um, you know, we just got up there. We was like, yo, do you, do you? But you yes. still accept all that stuff. Oh yeah. Like it, you it still really accept is. like yo. You said this is your wife, worse. and when you propose, you're not proposing to you know think about getting married. You're saying yo, I would marry you today. 
dot 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 mm-hmm. but i know you want to have a big old wedding so you know will you yes cool yada mm-hmm. yada 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 so once you propose you're basically getting married right yeah there. you are so when you propose you take on those responsibilities you don't know what they look like you don't know what they feel like you don't know what they sound like mm-hmm. but you just you sign up to do it so you do it um and again you think about it later and you you know you reflect and you you get yours out and you get ready for the next time so i mean yeah I don't know. I guess you you get some points for doing it right or being there, but that's what you signed up for. You signed up to wear the cape you wear. I like to say that having babies and getting married is the only time people are happy for the unexpected. That's true. Because mm-hmm. you're just you know you want to have a baby, but mm-hmm. you don't know whether your baby's gonna be healthy. Mm-hmm. You don't know mm-hmm. whether you won't have the baby. Mm-hmm. You don't know whether your baby's gonna have like mental disorder. You don't mm-hmm. know what, but you just be so happy to get this baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rolling dice. And the same thing, you, you're you just whole happy just to say, I have a wife, I have a husband, but you don't know what's going to come with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like everyone's happy or excited to have these things where, again, it could be rough like how it's been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, so much happiness has come out of that. Right. And that's how you know that you're meant for each other or that, you know, like the Bible says, for those of you who read it, that you're, you know, no, seriously, not, you know. No, I know just how that was set up. 2018, everybody <laughs> on some other stuff. But, um, you know, that's what it, that's why it's important to be equally yoked. Because mm-hmm. when stuff hits, you guys got to come together and be on the same page. But yeah. if you got all this other foolishness in the way first, mm-hmm. you're going to miss gone. your opportunity to get through the, the tough stuff. Yeah. So, Y'all going to be stuck in the tough stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In the trenches. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> who's going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> so, but again, if you're not on the same page or don't have the ability to get on the same page quickly yeah. or, or for an extended length of time, you're going to suffer because you're going to be fighting the wrong battles. And the big battle going to come and knock your Crunch. head off. Yeah. So, there's that. I don't know what we were talking about, though. Sorry. <laughs> We we were all on the same page. Here. Oh, see, good in the trenches. <laughs> going through a couple, of, a few hurdles. I don't a say few a minor setbacks, you know, <laughs> whatever. But then also having so many blessings. What would you wish someone would have told y'all on that? Because you know, on your wedding day or at the bridal, people want to give you these. Oh, never go to bed mad, mm-hmm. and you know. But what would something be real that you would tell somebody? If you had to tell them, or you what somebody would have told you, you know what you're signing, yeah, you're signing up for. That's true. You don't though, because it's, all it is is a signature line. Well, because you think about it, like I tell some of these young people that are getting married, some of these young whippersnappers, <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, you're gonna argue about some dumb stuff, mm-hmm. and it's gonna bother you. And if you can't get over it, like you're really in for like a struggle. Like, yeah, I mean, we don't. Like anything in the house, we don't do the same way. Everything mm-hmm. is done differently. Yeah. And the, in, within clothes. every cabinet in the house, there's some sort of compromise. Yeah. Okay. Forks, spoons, detergent, <laughs> towels. Can we elaborate a little bit? Please? Aren't, y'all, aren't y'all always talking about folding towels and doing yeah. chores? No, but we've got, yeah, a compromise yeah, to that. See? Just forget your old ways. You're married now. See, that's exactly why Basically. every cabinet in the house, there's some sort of compromise. <laughs> And some loss was taken. There was There's no compromise no, for folding towels. There was nothing there in was. the house that was agreed Good upon. By 50-50. Nothing in the house was 50-50. Yes, this does go here. 
Excellent suggestion by both of us. High five, teamwork. <laughs> Nothing. Detergent. Nothing in the house. So what was detergent? You On the brand? I sent you to buy some one time. This was early. Probably. I catch L's daily. And <laughs> you went and bought some Purex. And I was like, say what now? That's her other husband. I, you I don't can even wash your clothes in this Purex, but you're going to go get me some Tide or Gain. Then you have to go back. It is Bachelor. And he was not a Bachelor. Look, I was like, do you, you want the clothes clean, lady? Yes or no? Tide or Gain. And then she finds out that Tide isn't all that. And so now we're on this other thing. And then we're we got, on Tide. But then we went to the other stuff that was good, Gain. too. Every now and again, people think Purex. that there's only there's always Watch more than one way what? to do things. However, everybody doesn't see it that way. Yeah. So sometimes there are other options, but they don't like to get explored. And then when they do, I don't even get no credit. There's the one thing about your spouse that, you know, makes them extremely special to you. Trait. Um, well, I always say that my wife is stronger than she wants to be. And I think all of our examples have shown us that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, it's beautiful to see it, and sometimes you, you know, I have to convince her that she's stronger than she wants to be, um, and she doesn't like it. But um, I think at the end of the day, when you see her go through these things and you see her do things that you probably couldn't do, and definitely not with as much, um, you know, energy and style that she's done it, it just gives you a reason to be happy. And when you sit back, you look and you see this this person that you're tied to and it makes you want to do any and everything you can for them. It mm-hmm. makes you want to do better for them. It makes you want to give them the world. It makes you happy about putting on the cape for them. Mm-hmm. It makes you want to just give them everything that they need, wanted, and desired. And it you know, makes you not rest until you get it. And it hurts when you're not able to, even if it doesn't hurt them in the same way. You know, she's become my champion and I want to do anything for my champion that I can, whether she needs it or not. You know, it's just, you know, she's my hero. And if you can't look up to your hero and do the things that you want to for your hero and with your hero, then what are you doing? So, yeah, your turn. You should have gone first. Later on, pick. You're welcome. You know, he's a cake. Cake master. Uh, No, seriously, he is. He is a cheerful giver. Like Mm -hmm. he will give you everything that he has. Whether you're a friend, um, myself, the boys. I mean, even when he doesn't have it, he's trying to find a way to give it to make it happen. Yeah. Um, And he's very. um, I guess this can kind of go along with it. He's very selfless. Mm-hmm. Like I have to remind him a lot. Like, okay, I know that you know we are first for you, but what about you? You oh, know, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do for you, or what can we do for Chris? Mm-hmm. You know, he always puts us first, and he tells me all the time that I am his main priority. And he not only does he say it, but he means it, and he does it, and he shows it, and he yeah. shows it. You know, we are always first for him. Doesn't matter what it is, whether, you know, he's trying to get us something to eat or, you know, well, what about you guys? What do you guys? And I'm like, okay, what do you, well, don't worry about me. I can get me later. Yeah. But he will give us his last. That is wonderful. 
absolutely wonderful. But he get on my nerves, though. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 That's, I probably shouldn't have said yes. That's a bad thing. No, no, because no, it's, it's honest. Yeah, and, and, and we, I don't think we can get past that. <laughs> every every couple that we've talked to, is that's the running. It happens. I mean, yeah. It's little things. I can't oh, be yeah. all awesome. I mean, it's this is true. 95% awesome, I'll take, you know. I'll take, a, I'll take a small percentage. I'll take a small percentage of Bye. needs improvement. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. Survive in advance. You move on to the next one and um, make sure you celebrate your wins because um, the losses will show. Yeah. Nobody is undefeated. The losses will show. They will be big. They will be powerful. They will be painful. But we don't give ourselves enough credit for the victories. Yeah. So, and that comes to make sure you're celebrating your wife and celebrating your husband and celebrating your domestic partner and whatever else happens in 2018 yeah <laughs> celebrate that person that you're with um because um the losses will come so you have to make sure you take the time out and i've been guilty of it um you know i've been guilty of being too comfortable and not that she's necessarily called me out in those words but you look back and you know that you can be doing better sometimes mm-hmm. and you know that if this is your person you need to make sure they know it but make sure you're also showing it. So yeah. celebrate these victories with your person, even if it makes you corny, even if it makes you, you know, a little bit extra. Don't do it for the Internet. Don't do it for, you know, Thank the you, likes. Yeah. Um, but do it, you know, because you mean it. And if you don't mean it, don't say it. But you should mean it, so you should be saying it. Right. So just um, celebrate the victories and celebrate on the run because if you rest too long, you know, that every win ain't a win. Every right. Every win ain't a win. That, that win gonna turn into a loss real quick. So, what was the my... foundation to get you through all the losses? As far as a couple, or just me being a husband losing every day? As a couple, oh, both okay. of <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. I think it's an unspoken commitment, and by unspoken, you know, it's our vows. You know, mm-hmm. we we chose to be with each other, so our default is to be with each other, mm-hmm. okay. even when it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Even when we can't look at him, it's the it's the meme with the old man mad at his wife holding up the umbrella over her in the yeah. rain. Like, mm-hmm. even when it doesn't make sense, even when it's something you got to come back to, even with, when you know it's not going to make sense for a while, you just you've chosen to invest in each other, so you invest in each other. So, you know that foundation that you built, you know from marriage, from the vows that you took, from the commitment that you made to each other, you know from God, from you know, the arms that were around you that, that touched you and helped mold you guys together. It's that commitment and that foundation where you don't have to remind yourself, this is my wife, this is my person, yeah. this is my partner. This is the commit. You don't have to keep throwing the vows in each other's faces because you live them. Mm-hmm. So the foundation, you know, nobody worries about what the roots are doing when the tree is, you know, shining and, yeah. and 100 feet tall. Mm-hmm. You just know they're there, and you know they ain't going nowhere, right. no matter what happens, unless you know they come in and cut it down and make paper. But but sometimes the roots are still there. Yes, but sometimes <laughs> the roots are still there. That's unless why. they uproot it. <laughs> yeah. But you got to call somebody else for that. You do. So even when you get knocked down, you got to allow somebody else to come in and really jack you up. <laughs> so you got another chance before it all goes. Through. All goes, <laughs> yeah. So long story longer, like the foundation, you put it to a point where 
you know it's there, but you don't have to keep calling on it. Yeah. It's just there. So after eight years and forever to go, like they say on the internet. So with y'all being together this long, what can you say? What can you say Steph poured into you that you didn't have coming into this marriage and what you poured into Steph that she didn't have? Like for me right now, he's pouring into me patience. So oh, okay. what can you? Um, I'm definitely not. I actually did say this in my last internet post. So I'm sorry about this. All the junk I was talking, but <laughs> <laughs> you got me. That loss turned around real quick. <laughs> See, that's a message. Now presenting the golden L. Sorry, Lord. You got me. You, you, I am humbled. I am your humble servant yet again. I, I went away and you. See how he me works. Yeah, he just smacked me in the head real quick. I apologize. Sorry, Lord. But um. I'm just not the same person that I was, and that's a good thing. And I don't. I look back at it, and I wasn't a bad person, but I just wasn't who I was meant to be. Mm-hmm. I'm still in search of my purpose. You have people who I found their calling, and, you mm-hmm. know, I knew what I was going to do. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm the man. I'm the woman. I'm the whatever, CEO, AFO, UFO. <laughs> you know, I've got 72 degrees. I'm awesome. I'm, the, you know, I didn't have that. Yeah. Some of that's my fault. Mm-hmm. Hey, cues. But, um, and some other parts are just, you know, it's not my <laughs> destiny. But she has given me a purpose to search for it. And she and our sons have given me a reason to always wear the cape and always, you know, do everything I can for them. And, you know, they have, you know, she's poured into me a purpose and something to fight for. Mm-hmm. And she's also poured into me, um, a sense of realism that, you know, although it may be okay if I mess up, there are people that are counting on me. Yeah. And I love that because the cape fits me and her gratitude and appreciation for me trying is just, it. it's what fuels me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fact that, um, you know, she's she puts the pressure on me sometimes. She makes me want to do better either, uh, you know, at her request or just me wanting to see her happy, me knowing what her goals are and what her future looks like and her expectations Mm -hmm. that can actually be realized. She, you know, has, she's given me that drive, that will, that, that strength to, um, you know, keep going when I don't want to go or when I, when I see the comfort setting and, you know, just want to, you know, chill on the proverbial couch. Yeah. She's the the kick in the butt. Let me get myself together. You know. And she doesn't have to say much, not anything, but much yeah. to, um, you know, make me get up and want to keep moving for her. So she just gives me the reason to um, keep pushing and really her smile, her gratitude, um, our family's well-being um, is what gives me that motivation and that determination to keep keep Long going. Pushing, really. yeah. So I think that's what was that the question? Yeah. yeah. What does she pour into you? Yeah. I feel poured. You feel full? Yes. Your cup is runneth over? Yes. Yes. That you so wordy. <laughs> Should have went first. <laughs> you don't give me a chance. That might be the name of this body. Should have went first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think what he pours into me is strength. Mm. Um, just based on all the things that we've discussed today, there were days where I didn't have strength of my own. Girl. 
So he gives me that. And, you know, a lot of times I don't recognize my own strength. And he's constantly telling me, look at look at what you've been through. Mm-hmm. Look at what. He's your mirror. Been. Yeah. Yeah. He helps me to put see, things yeah. in, in focus. Mm-hmm. That's all I got because I'm trying to talk about it. It's short and sweet. This is also to show the, the difference for, mm-hmm. for people out there who, if you haven't caught on yet. <laughs> so are you saying I talk too much? No, no, no I'm just saying the, the, the difference because some people are looking for their mirror. Oh, and stupid. so they they shut down people who are not like them. Like, yeah, but why are you going to look for your mirror when you're ugly? Boom. Oh, that's another podcast. Right. <laughs> why are you looking for your mirror more? when you're ugly? <laughs> <laughs> just stay single, bro. I think, I think that's the title of a new podcast. That's just uh, <laughs> ugly, the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> so disrespectful. I'm just saying. How you... Didn't Lauren Hill say that? How you gonna win when you ain't right with him? Yeah, uh-uh. he did. come again. Yeah. Oh, now everybody loves it. I just said it different. <laughs> Whatever. Said it very differently. <laughs> in the middle of a song. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, did you have anything? Oh, I did What's have one show? more thing. Oh, what is your one more thing? Sorry, I'm on one right now. I'm talking about my wife. I can't speak on my wife. You're welcome. <laughs> so look, <laughs> you should have a healthy fear of your wife. Because, you know, that keeps you motivated, that keeps you moving. But you don't want to get comfortable where you're not worried about, you know, coming home and her kicking your butt. Whether it's coming home too late, whether Mm -hmm. it's working too much, or whether it's not paying enough attention, or whether it's, you know, not doing the things that you're supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. to keep the smile on her face. You should have a healthy fear. So let that motivate you um, to keep moving. So have a healthy fear. Stay right and tight. You know. Not saying, you know, my woman ain't going to do nothing. No, I just have a healthy fear. Like, uh, I know this L is coming. <laughs> and when it comes, you be like, so you, you have the recap in your mind and yeah. you go back to the playbook. You're like, so we caught an L by doing this. So so how we not catch an L next time, we should go don't this way. Or don't do that. Or don't do that. Yeah. Or listen a little differently. Or, you know, maybe that wasn't the right time to talk back. Yeah. Maybe maybe she did not need to know that you told her so then. Maybe she already understood. Maybe. So when you go back to your playbook, have a healthy fear. Like you don't want to keep catching the same L because they, they pile up and they hurt. Mm-hmm. And then again, you're going to be fighting the wrong battles. You're going to be sitting here worried about L's when you should have just did what you need to do to get the W. <laughs> right. right now, that's it for real, I think. I'm good. Thank you, LeBron James, for running the episode. <laughs> First of all, I'm not going to be a LeBron James because, again, I have edges. And oh, <laughs> damn. So if you're LeBron, who is he? Because last episode, um, he was Thor and you were Thanos, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, thoroughly. As a, as a comic person, I enjoyed every bit of that. Well, so, I can be Steph and he can be the ball because together we work well. Oh, that's cute. Swish. Basketball? What the Swish. <laughs> Splash. So now my name is Spaulding. <laughs> Splash. Because cool. I am not about At least to I know you oiling me up after we play. Oh, you know. <laughs> okay. And maybe before. <laughs> Oh my God. Is that is that trenches Podcast after dark? Is it is in the trenches after dark. <laughs> Clothing option. He, he can control that one. Oh my God. 
Well, it was a definite pleasure having y'all on the podcast, and we greatly appreciate it. So until next time. Peace. See you tomorrow. Insert music. Dig in the trenches. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.